You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The level of connection you feel in your home dramatically influences your experiences there. Get the tools to control that connection in your communities with the first multifamily platform that unifies management and resident experiences to create smart apartments. Talk to a RealPage consultant today to see how your properties can meet the future of multifamily with the Smart Building Suite. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. Discover the best practices for tracking and targeting mobile marketing. Our hosts will help you make the most out of the mobile web. Learn the latest in the world of mobile, web developed search, email marketing, text message marketing, and more. Leverage your mobile presence today. Now, now, prepare, prepare to get mobilized. Hi, everybody. This is Cindy Crum from Rank Mobile. You're listening to WebmasterRadio.fm, and this is Mobile Presence. Today, I'm here with... Eric Chan. Uh, we've spoken with Eric before. He's the founding partner of Mobile Slate, which is a mobile consultancy, um, and uh, they do a lot of cool stuff. So say hello, Eric. Hello, everybody. Okay, hello, why don't you... I, I didn't do a great job of introducing your company, so tell us a little bit about what you guys do. <clears throat> sure. Um, originally, the, the company was started um, as a blog talking about the mobile industry, um, this year, it sort of evolved into now advising companies who want to get into mobile or social media. Fantastic. So we've had you on the show before, and uh, last time you were on, you were talking about um, two conferences that you had recently been to, mobile conferences, and then I think this time we want to get an update from you. Um, it looks like you've just been to a conference and you're about to speak at another conference. Is that right? Uh, that's right. So in the past couple of weeks, I've been to um, Samsung Developer Camp, where I was one of the judges. Um, I also spoke at Mobilize, which was at the Plug and Play Tech Center, uh, mm-hmm. startup, a startup uh, community for people in all sorts of technology. And uh, today I'll be speaking at an LBS conference. Oh, where's that? 
That's in San Jose. Exciting. Uh, what are you talking called, about? It's called, Meta, it's called Meta Places. And what we're going to talk about uh, today is to find out whether or not the widget and the mobile browser is powerful enough to deliver real LBS solutions that developers uh, can actually make money from. Do you think they are? I know you do. I, I hope they do, because that, that means that uh, things have gotten easier and there will be more and more developers coming up with great ideas. Yeah. Well, I think there are some, already some pretty good location-based things going on, right? Yeah, it's, it's definitely true. Uh, I think, you know, it, we used to kind of claim that the infrastructure wasn't there. Everyone was waiting, waiting, waiting. Now I think uh, quite a bit of the infrastructure is there. And now everybody's just figuring out how to, how to implement stuff and how to make the best user experience. What do you think is the best technology for location-based stuff? Is it the GPS? Is it, like, Bluetooth broadcast? You know, I've been surprised that uh, GPS, uh, while, while it's still probably the most accurate, um, assisted GPS has gotten a lot better. And mm-hmm. I think part of that is, you know, due in, due in large part to uh, more and more people using it and then improving the accuracy by the actual crowdsourcing. And what I mean by that is, for example, if you take Google Maps uh, on a given phone, it doesn't necessarily have to be an iPhone, um, it actually will improve the accuracy of your location based on people's prior usage. And so, in a sense, everybody who's using it around me or uh, essentially helps improve the product because of the crowdsourcing effect. So what what do you think is going to be big in location-based anything, right? Is it going to be search? Is it going to be just advertising? What do you think? And then I have another, on top of that, I have a question that I don't think you've thought of yet. <laughs> so I, I still think um, advertising is is a little far off. Um, I I think search is probably the bigger opportunity right now. I mean, people still give their intent. People still t- uh, say what they want, where they need to go, um, and that can only be helped by turning on location on your phone or just being more and more explicit about the destination that you're trying to find. Yeah. Uh, and, and then if you add into that the element of personality, um, so, you know, knowing that it's Cindy, knowing that, you know, you're in the Midwest, et cetera, et cetera, that just improves uh, the chances of the research results. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this isn't my big question, but it's a follow-up. So um, <laughs> uh, the... What I'm seeing a lot of people trying to do um, with location-based stuff is I see, A, social networking, which I think is cool, and I think that's going to work. But B, I see a lot of people trying to do travel stuff with the location-based, and I think that'll work. I just don't know how people will make money on it outside of advertising. So funny you should mention that. Um, There are a couple companies that are doing half of the work. And what well, I'll, I'll explain it like this. Say you are going to New York uh, and you're going there for fun. I instead am? Of, <laughs> oh, no, I'm not going there for fun, though. <laughs> and, and let's say you're, you have a lot of time so you can go there for fun. Um, what some companies have done to augment this LBS issue is you can go to a website, program where you're going to, program your preferences, and then essentially download a guide to your phone, kind of like a, a file. And then when you're there, you can use your phone to actually complement the travel guide that's been hopefully personalized for you. And they have a paper format if you don't have a smartphone that can uh, run the application. Sure. And so that's sort of the filtered filtered GPS, (laughs) as it were. 
So, and they'll make money just selling those guides. What I'm thinking about, though, is I know a lot of um, travel companies, even news companies and schools are setting up kind of uh, location-based waypoints in cities for, like, historical walking tours. Have you seen that, where when they get to a spot, they get a message or they, you know, put in a code that's written somewhere or something like that? Sure. So, I think um, advertising has done a great job to, I guess, get us used to the fact that put it in this short code and you'll get some information or, you know, hook up to this waypoint and you'll instantly be brought to a homepage and it'll give you more information about your location. I think that's that's definitely um, a viable option. In particular, it's very easy to set up and maintain yeah. as well as the content can be highly customized because you know that person is is connected uh, to you. So absolutely yeah. agree. That would be a great way to, to get people to use it. Now, I think what would be nice is, um, you know, the uh, audio tours in museums, if they did audio or even video for whenever you hit your waypoint, that would be really nice. And like they've had, I've been to museums <laughs> where like famous authors have done the audio tour um, part of it and they, you know, add a little bit of spice in their thoughts on things. So that might be a cool addition. Yeah, it just has to be monetized somehow. You know, they have to either sell the tour or stick some advertising in there. Maybe even location-based advertising for, like, restaurants that are around the waypoints or something. Yeah, that, that might be something. Um, that might be a one way. Or another one would be, um, like you said, in a museum, maybe it sells uh, or tries to upsell them to the book that's uh, sold in the bookstore or something, or, or some kind of souvenir yeah. to remember their trip. So I agree. It, it, could, be done, it could be done pretty clever. Seemingly to be annoying, right? We're, tr- we're all trying to get Hopefully. to that point. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So here's my big question. I saw this the other day, and um, and it's a location question. Uh, and I, it didn't get as much press as I had hoped, or at least not that I noticed. And so I read that Twitter is working on integrating a location-based API, which. You know, that'll kind of work in, I suppose, with the people who do the tweets where they just give you the address or a picture um, Mm -hmm. and say, you know, this is where I am. And I think that's probably their intent. But I think already there should be, I don't have time, but hopefully there are some savvy marketers out there thinking about how to integrate that for location-based advertising. Yeah, so... uh, I think I think adding location to tweets is great. I know that there's a lot of Twitter clients. Um, I mean, I, I happen to use a BlackBerry one. I, I've used an iPhone one as well, where you can add your location um, into some of the header information. So uh, photos, like you said, or people can know where you're tweeting from. Um, there's a there's a company, and I'm trying to remember it right now. Uh, what they do is pretty interesting. Uh, you know how when you see uh, where people are tweeting from, it'll say using TweetDeck or using the web or things like yeah. that. What what they've actually been able to do is take that header and actually stick advertising there. So you can actually yeah. um, get a like I'll get a message from you, either a, a general all friends are tweeting, or you'll get a direct message. And instead of saying via direct message or via web, it'll it'll have some moniker there, or maybe even possibly some advertising. And so what it'll do is, it's kind of as a friend or someone who I follow, uh, you're influencing potentially um, something I should look at more than just your content. Maybe sure. you're a supporter of of a charity or you're a supporter of some event that's coming up, like you're going to go speak uh, in New York 
and that could be another way to just reinforce and advertise uh, what you're trying to do. Sure, sure. But so when there's a Twitter API, a Twitter geolocation API, what that means to me is that if it's pulling in my location whenever I'm tweeting or if or um, things like that, there's nothing to stop uh, local advertisers with brick and mortar shops from setting up some kind of automation that scans where everyone is, and when they're in or near my location, I automatically follow them and send them a direct tweet with a coupon. Uh, I think uh, that is one thing that uh, Twitter has been pretty good at, which business people have really taken up to using Twitter for all kinds of things. Uh, now, I'm not saying I connote that we should we should believe in that in that whole scenario because I think. Um, that's no different than getting SMS spam uh, to your phone. But I agree. It, <laughs> but there's probably some kind of happy medium where people can turn it on and turn it off. I mean, certainly when I use Twitter, I, I don't always tell people where my location is. Sometimes I just want to say something funny or you know take a picture of what happened, that kind of thing. And so I think as long as the user still has control um, to either transmit or... Um, actually include their their coordinates. I think there's still that um, veil of of privacy that we can that we can honor. Yeah. Now, so I watched a Twitter presentation a month or so ago, and someone was talking about using Twitter for your business. And what I didn't see emphasized enough, and I'm starting to just talk to people about this because I'm tired of seeing it missed, is that if you're using Twitter to market your company and you're putting up links to a site that's not mobile friendly, you're really missing out, right? Like, and, and I don't see people talking about that so much, but Twitter can really drive a lot of mobile traffic. Wow, that's that's really interesting that you're sort of, you know, two steps forward, one step back kind of thing. Uh, uh, yeah. I know, it's, it's the converse of what we were just talking about, but it, you're right, there's there's hopefully some happy medium to be had. Um, but, but, I mean, people are putting a lot of time and effort into this, and if their site doesn't run around a mobile phone, that's a problem. Yeah, even more so if this, you know, this we've talked about this before. If the site has Flash or any other kind of plug-in widgets, this, this, and that, which um, the browser clearly cannot display. Yeah, I mean, it's it just seems to be um, people are, are embracing Twitter because they feel like, oh, we have to do Twitter, we have to do Facebook and social media. I actually have a client who has nothing to do with technology, and they they had the same thing. They said that been reading in Time Magazine, have been reading in in Business Week, and and have been seeing on the web everybody's on twitter you know should we do it too and at the end of the conversation uh, and the project that we got asked to do was in social media but it had nothing to do with twitter and, and facebook we actually were going to set up a blog for this company and that was sort of the best way for them to monetize and then if they wanted to use Twitter um, to sort of update people about these these blog posts, uh, it would be to a friendly, as you put it, plug-in um, that people could actually see on their mobile phone, or it would point them to an RSS feed and, and it would tell people how to subscribe to an RSS feed, which you can pretty easily view on your phone these days with all the tools out there. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're going to break for commercial, but we'll be back. And I think when we get back, I want to talk more about mobile social networking because I think that's really interesting. So uh, stay with us, everybody. You're listening to Mobile Presence on webmasterradio.fm. We're here with Eric Chan, and we'll be right back. 
Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. AffiliateContracts.com is an affiliate network like no other. Hands-on account management right from setup gives personal attention with continual account optimization. And our affiliates will attest our offers consistently pay more money every single day. Seriously. And hey, want to make a lot of money fast? Check out our unbeatable, I mean unbeatable insurance offers. Higher conversions with programs that are sustainable and scalable because AffiliateContracts.com is committed to you for the long run. Bigger payouts, higher conversions, and attention you expect from dedicated affiliate managers. AffiliateContracts.com. That's what the affiliate world needs. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, Amazon, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. Inbox, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. Hi, everybody. This is Cindy Crum. You're listening to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Today, we're here with Eric Chan, founding partner of Mobile Slate and a longtime cohort in the mobile industry, one of my favorites. Um, so we just got finished talking about location-based stuff, and Eric gave us a rundown of what his company has been doing and um, what kind of conferences he's got going on. He's got a lot of... Uh, a lot of fun, fun events coming up, and I want to talk about those at the very end. But I want to first get back to kind of a tangent that we were on earlier, and that is uh, mobile social networking and how uh, integrating with LBS and other kinds of stuff is uh, is going to move forward and how it can be monetized and stuff like that. So, Eric, you, you just finished telling us that you had a client that wanted something mobile, uh, something social, and you ended up going for a blog. What made you decide to go for a blog instead of really, really pushing for Twitter or really, really pushing for some other kind of, you know, mobile social situation? Sure. So, uh, while, while a lot of these companies are interested in, in using Twitter and Facebook. When it comes to the reality, uh, they're, what they're not willing to do is understand or actually participate in uh, the effort it takes to maintain up-to-date with Twitter and Facebook. You know, Essentially, as the company grows more and more, uh, it becomes more and more difficult to have uh, somebody doing it part-time or 
somebody doing as their added set of responsibilities. And the resources required would have been essentially a full-time person uh, yeah. just tweeting all day or updating uh, the mobile site. The blog is is a much more effective way because you're sort of like a, a magazine publisher. You know, you can publish on a cadence that doesn't necessarily have to be every day. The other nice thing about this client is they had a lot of pre-existing assets that they could repurpose for the web. So they had an incredible catalog for all their products. They had a lot of customer testimonials. And they even had a lot of um, support and information about their company uh, that was written in a, in a non-corporate sort of way. Uh, so, so those were all good things that they could regularly put together on a weekly basis and not feel like it was such a chore. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I think that's one of the biggest hindrances for anyone to get into any kind of social is that it just takes real commitment. You know, you can't test it halfway and and have a good test, you know? You have to really work on it and trust that it's going to work and that it's going to pay out. And and then going back to your point about mobile social networking, I think the best mobile social networking is is when, you know, people like you and me actually meet in person. I mean, I know that's really funny and it sort of makes you think, but what I think a lot of companies have tried to do is to say that this piece of software that you load onto your phone or this, you know, network that you have an account with is is going to be your tool and then you don't need to really socially interact as much or or sort of you'll have that in one hand and you'll be talking to the person and shaking their hand in the other. And I think the reality is those companies have made it too difficult and too tough to use the tool while you're still trying to interact with people in real in real life. Well, and I it, think I agree they're making it too hard. I, now, I don't think that it's over and dead. I think it can be vastly improved and I think it might really take off. Here's my vision, though. You know, I go to a lot of conferences and I meet a lot of people and I'm not very good with names. Um, and if we think about mobile social networking as more, more offline than online, right? Because when we say social networking, we immediately immediately think of Facebook or LinkedIn or, or things like that. But social networking, there was social networking before there was the web, right? It was conferences and bars and stuff like that where we were getting to know people. If, like, I like the idea of, of like, conferences using badges with, you know, pre-printed QR codes with a V-card or something like that. So, like, if I meet you in real life, I can immediately put you into my mobile phone and keep a record of that without having to do business cards. So, so a great example um, is Bump. I know that lots yeah. of people have, have taken off and because it's so simple, right? Yeah. Um, I, I just heard a story the other day where a friend of mine was starting business school and within the first week of getting to know all the people in their class, everybody had used Bump to sort of exchange contact information, you know, so they didn't have to look it up and it was all on their phone. Another way I, I think people have have tried to use it and like just you said is is to exchange business cards but also use it as a lookup tool right so when you like you had suggested use badges with qr codes people can then find out information oh you're so and so from this company oh you know you, you grew up in the same hometown as me so now we have something to talk about in common that can lead to to an interesting right. conversation um i think other tools too you know the the mobile social networking taken at a different angle i actually think a lot of the dating companies um have 
have gotten it right more so than than some of these other things that have tried to be um, a lot of different features for potentially a small set of people. And the reason why I think they've gotten it correct is because they've you know you you have to make that application simple because it's for the end consumer almost the lowest common denominator of how much patience and how much they're willing to put up with. And so making it dead simple is really important. You yeah. wouldn't get the, the subscriber book growth or interesting things uh, right if you didn't keep it simple. Well, absolutely. And leverage what people have already got. Like don't make them input all their stuff again because people are already tired of inputting more and more and starting up and, and maintaining more and more social networks. So if you if you let them use what they've already got, um, then that makes it easier. So bump integrating with Facebook and, and Twitter and stuff like that or, or the QR codes. Really actually bringing things like Facebook and Twitter um, and LinkedIn offline, right? I, I think that that's like a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah, and, and there's big companies who are definitely looking at it, right? I mean, Amazon, I believe, recently purchased recently purchased a, uh, a QR code company. And, you know, why did they do it? Well, because they think that it's a, a big way to do this, like you said, offline, online um, way to get people to go back to the store, uh, amongst other things. So look for it to happen more, even though people think that it's it's kind of an old and uninteresting thing with, with these whole barcode concept. Yeah. No, it's going to happen. I believe it in my heart of hearts. Okay. So remind us again what you've got coming up, where people can come see you speak. Sure. So today, actually, I'll be in San Jose speaking at uh, the Meta Places Conference. I'll be talking about are widgets ready for prime time and helping to make money for location-based services on your phone. Um, and then actually in a few weeks, I'll be um, at CTIA in San Diego. Uh, so uh, come down and, uh, I don't know, tweet tweet me and let me know that you're there and we'll, we'll meet up. Yeah. Are you going to be, are you going to be speaking there or are you just going to be there? Uh, I'm going to be there for various meetings. So not speaking, but trying to keep busy. Okay. That's exciting as well. And then I'll be at SMX East in two weeks talking about uh, some new mobile stuff that's iPhone specific, mobile search stuff. So that'll be tons of fun. Okay. Um, Eric, I love having you on the show. I know we're going to try and have you uh, again and again and again because you're great. But let everyone know remind people how they can get in contact with you if they have questions or if uh, they want to talk to you more. Can you give an email address or your blog? Uh, sure. Your so you can, you can email me at blog at mobileslate.com. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter. Uh, my handle is at MobileSlate, and my blog is uh, com slash blog. Okay, fantastic. Well, thanks again for joining us, and uh, this is Cindy Crum on Mobile Presence signing out. Uh, thanks for listening to WebmasterRadio.fm. Is that America cheering or a sausage patty 
sizzling to perfection. It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now enjoy a large iced coffee for just two bucks and a breakfast sandwich to make a meal. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.